Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Cecile Rayner, who's an Alexander Technique teacher in Brookline, Massachusetts, that's just uh, outside of Boston. She's been teaching for over 20 years, works with a wide variety of students of all ages. She is also a certified Thai yoga therapist. And today we're going to talk a little about um, some of the connections, perhaps, or relationships between the Alexander Technique and Thai Yoga, and maybe how the Alexander Technique could be useful for people who are um, studying Thai or teaching Thai Yoga. Mm-hmm. Cecile, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Robert. Well, it's good to have you on again. I think this is our fourth or fifth interview. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting pretty good at it by now. Uh, so this time around, um, I'm going to ask you first to give uh, a short description of the Alexander Technique. And then I think for people uh, who are listening who may know a little about Thai yoga or maybe not know much at all about it, uh, I'll ask you to follow that up with a short description of of Thai yoga. Okay. So, well, the Alexander Technique is a form of mind-body work that uh, helps people reclaim effortless postural balance. And we achieve that by um, learning to um, let go of harmful habitual pattern of body and mind. Mm-hmm. And it and it's uh, applicable to just about any activity you do. Exactly. Yeah. And an activity that some people are doing is uh, teaching and studying Thai yoga. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe just say a word or two about what that process is. Okay. Um, so first of all, when I trained as a Thai yoga therapist a few years ago, uh, it, it came in very naturally to me because I had. 20, you know, lots of years of Alexander and working with the body. And it's so, there's such an overlap um, between the two. They have different goals and they have differences, but there is an overlap. And uh, so it just came in very easily to me. Um, But what is it? Um, Thai yoga is also called lazy man's yoga. (laughs) Oh, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, basically in receiving Thai yoga massage, one is also receiving the benefits of the practice of yoga, but the practitioner is doing all the work. Oh, I like that a yeah. lot. Oh, that sounds like my kind of yoga. Yeah, and so this technique has been described as assisted hatha yoga. And a Thai yoga massage incorporates um, martial arts moves, rhythmic motion, palming and thumbing along energy lines, gentle stretching and breath work, uh, creating a slow flowing dance around and with the recipient's body. But the recipient uh, is very uh, passive, really, um, and and the practitioner is is very much uh, doing in a non-doing way. It's uh, the practitioner is supposed to use all of his body to affect all of the other person's body, and it's it's very common to say that 
if it's if if the a practitioner does something that doesn't feel comfortable, it's not going to be comfortable for the patient, and and vice versa. Uh, and uh, and if it feels good f- to the practitioner, it's going to feel good to the uh, person who receives it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I could add, in addition, is, is uh, in addition to stretching and tonifying the muscles, Thai yoga massage improves circulation. It relieves muscular tension and spasm. It helps expedite metabolism. It boosts the immune system and balances the body energetically, inducing a calm and mental state. So, um, so it's it's quite a, a workout, but it it not in the traditional sense where, where muscles are doing something because neither the practitioner nor the receiver are going to use excess tension if it's done well. Right. Well, you know, listening to the way you describe it and not having had any experience myself, Hmm? it kind of sounds like it's um, closer in some ways to massage therapy, but a very specific kind of massage therapy. Would that be a fair description of it? Or am I missing something well i mean you know i choose to be called a thai yoga therapist and that's what my degree says but a lot of people call it thai yoga massage therapy Mm -hmm. so it's definitely a form of massage but the difference is that a massage could be given just to feel good you know Mm -hmm. and so somebody you know just the 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 magic of touch Mm -hmm. and uh, and then you have a therapeutic massage you have different kind of massage of course you have deep massage light massage but Thai yoga is very unique in the sense that um, the goal is not just to make somebody feel good although that happens anyway but the the goal it's really more of a healing modality it's really uh, the practitioner is uh, stimulating all the energy lines in the body to create that the the benefit uh, that you you get from and for somebody who who has a yoga practice it helps them extend their comfort zone with their yoga postures without forcing which is what people do when they want to expand their comfort zone mm-hmm. so, so you're so you're saying people who are um doing some form of well i guess we could call ordinary yoga or different yep. mm-hmm. standard yoga yeah. Yeah. um they if they were to study some thai yoga they could mm-hmm. do their regular yoga more efficiently is that more yeah, effectively it, yes except i would change one word it's not it wouldn't be study i mean unless they become a practitioner themselves right. when they come they're not really studying they're just benefiting from the work i do however being an alexander technique teacher then uh, i can say that those who are interested do learn because as i'm doing thai yoga um, i can feel if you know what's in the way so i can ask them to use their mind to release certain parts and so i i definitely include my Alexander in as much as the the person there is interested and they can definitely learn from the experience but mm-hmm. it's not the necessarily component uh, normally of Thai yoga. Thai yoga is just a, a, a giving a, um, a healing modality and the idea is to actually more it's more it's a mix I, uh, somebody said it's a mix between yoga Ayurveda and meditation 
And the whole idea is for the practitioner to practice uh, metta, uh, which is loving compassion. So you, you're really giving, giving from the heart to the person who's receiving. So it has a dimension that's not in Alexander and um, that is definitely different than yoga because when you do your own yoga, you're just practicing your asanas and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I I can I could certainly imagine how uh, the Alexander technique would be helpful for uh, someone a practitioner of Thai yoga and maybe we should in a moment talk a little about yes. that. But how about for someone who is the recipient? Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds a little like from what you're saying that the recipient basically it, I believe you use the word passive. Yes. Um, so is there a is there a way that they could um make that passiveness more effective using the Alexander technique or how oh, how does yes. that come into play? Yeah, so absolutely. And 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 they they're passive in the in a non-doing way. It doesn't mean that they don't uh you know, uh there is a, such a wide variety of of posture that could be used for Thai yoga. It all depends on the recipient's condition, habitual practice. So some um I tend to focus on the healing dimension of it, very relaxing Thai yoga, but um but I can and when I do exchange with colleagues, uh, um, I can do things that are a little more energetic. You know, you, you can mm-hmm. use Thai yoga uh, with more energy. Um, and then you can take somebody into a cobra. You can take somebody upside down. <laughs> uh, but all right. this is done through releasing. Uh, when I when I do something and I end up having people being on their head or whatever and I'm supporting them, I'm releasing their weight through my feet. So I'm not doing it muscularly. But right. anyway, so I do guide them yeah with their mind you know like i say if i notice there's some some uh you know i'm working with their hip joints and i feel like they're holding so i use my alexander and i give them thoughts they can use to to help the release happen um, right. but if I'm, someone if someone is taking thai yoga from a, uh, a a therapist who's not particularly trained in alexander work mm-hmm. can would some Alexander training for the recipient of that be useful, and and if so, yes. in what way? Yes, because since it's a form of work that, especially if you do it to expand your comfort zone, uh, there are moments where you're going to be challenged to go a little past your comfort zone. So if you know Alexander, you can use, even if your teacher, the therapist doesn't know it, you can use your own Alexander to go into that further release or to um, to make sure that, you know, if they take you in Cobra, that you're releasing the front of your hip joint and you're going to a curve instead of collapsing your head back, you know. Uh, yes, uh, knowledge of Alexander would greatly enhance the benefit people get from both yoga or Thai yoga. I, I mean, I'm, try- I'm trying to um, uh, connect this with my own experience. I don't yeah. have a lot of experience with massage, but mm-hmm. a little bit. And certainly there are times uh, lying on the table when I could, I can sense in myself a, a kind of a muscular mm-hmm. resistance to mm-hmm. something that I know I would be better off if I could let go of that. Mm-hmm. And the Alexander technique certainly uh, is a very 
very powerful way to do that, even if mm-hmm. the massage therapist is has no idea what exactly. you're doing. Um, and uh, the other area where it's kind of it's very different in many ways, but maybe in some ways not so different. I am uh, I have a lot of experience uh, with cranial sacral work, receiving mm-hmm. it, not mm-hmm. not giving it. Mm-hmm. And I have found in that work, which is primarily energetic, although sometimes there is uh, some actual yeah. pressure. Um, that um, if I think some useful Alexander thoughts, like uh, I'm not compressing myself or yeah. not tensing myself, uh, it'll it in a sense allows the therapist to, well, allows both of us to achieve what we want more more effectively. Exactly. So yes. I I guess it's the same kind of thing with with Thai yoga. It is, and, 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 and really, Robert, we know as Alexander Technique teachers that there are no no activity that could not benefit from mm. Alexander work. I mean, um, yeah, I haven't found anything that couldn't benefit from it, right. Alexander thinking. Even being at the acupuncturist, you're not moving much, but you have all those needles there, and if you know how to release into your space, you're going to be much more comfortable. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and, yeah. And that is another area I have some experience in. Yeah, and you're going to, yeah. mm-hmm. your thinking will promote the, the what's happening with acupuncture, which is encouraging the flow of things. So Right. Now, for someone listening to this podcast who's a, 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 a Thai yoga therapist, maybe uh, it would be useful to say a word or two about how the technique, how some some exposure to the Alexander technique could make their life easier and possibly make their work a little more effective? Yeah. Um, and I mean, what happens is that often... Um, People bring to Thai yoga their habitual pattern that they have when they do yoga. It's very common. A lot of Thai yoga. I, again, I stand out in the crowd because most people doing Thai yoga have come from a yoga background, whether mm-hmm. they were teaching it or practicing it. Whereas I, that wasn't my case, the case in my for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but. Um, they bring so they bring their misuse, you know, the, the common misuse of yoga to Thai yoga, and therefore, even though intellectually they understand that they have to use, you know, they are supposed to rock with their, they're supposed to 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 keep the up direction of the head for best postural balance, so that the practitioner allows the alignment of the seven energy centers to be, you know, the, what it's supposed to be. Um, I've seen practitioners who round their back and who use, you're supposed to use your, your body weight and release into the persons you're working uh, with in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but if you, if you and, and, and the teachers tell us you have to make sure you keep your arms straight because the, min- the minute you, you start bending, then you round your back and you're not connected to the earth anymore. And so the quality of the work is very different. But it's one, as you know, it's one thing to know it intellectually and to agree with it. It's another to 
to be able to put it into your practice, whether it's yoga or Thai yoga, if you um, if you don't have that experience, uh, you know, you you cannot do something with yoga and Thai yoga that you're not doing in your everyday life. Right, and I think I mean I I guess there's an I have worked a lot with uh, with massage therapists and mm-hmm. with uh, physical therapists, both of whom. Um, have to do a lot of physical work and um there's a both of those professions have pretty high burnout rates um yeah i have a colleague who's a pt and as he points out there are not a lot of old physical therapists around because uh, they don't survive uh and massage therapists just have classic problems with their wrists and their arms and their shoulders and so on and really what helps them both those two categories and so i would imagine uh also would be true for thai yoga therapists is they need some direct hands-on guidance to show them how they can apply pressure if that's what they want to do or in the case of pts often lifting or Mm -hmm. whatever do that without um without compromising their own um I guess you could call it physical integrity in mm-hmm. their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I would I would guess. Um, I, I mean, from the way you describe Thai yoga, the the recipient is pretty passive. So someone else is doing the work, and you that person. <laughs> Um, it's got to be looking after themselves to make sure they're not doing unnecessary work. Yeah, and the and the 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 guidance. If you have a good teacher, um, and the teacher of my teacher was Kam Tai Chow, and he uh, has a school in Montreal. Um, his uh, uh, website is lotuspalm.com. And if you look at his books, I mean, the, his use in all those pictures is amazing. Mm-hmm. And and in everything he says, he you can see that he's got it and he's teaching it. The question mm-hmm. is, do are people getting it? Honestly, I, I've given workshops to massage therapists and where um, and I've seen in what shape they can be, which is why I chose Thai yoga. I didn't want to be just a regular massage therapist. Um, I felt Thai yoga had already within it a lot of what I like with Alexander and that they could work hand in hand. And I even have in mind, I, I don't know if I told you I was working on writing my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and of course, there will be a chapter on, on yoga and Thai yoga and the Alexander Technique. And I was even thinking of maybe at some point uh, offering Kam Tai Chow, um, you know, write something and send it to him and possibly start giving Alexander workshop for Thai yoga practitioners mm-hmm. so so that they they practice Thai yoga the way it's designed to be practiced mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but by understanding that some of those components can only be practiced with Thai yoga if you integrate them in your everyday movement and activities mm-hmm. um we're we're kind of coming probably towards the end of our conversation but I did have another a uh, related topic that maybe it would be worth touching on very briefly and that is that um i have found and f- and from talking to other alexander teachers who also have 
another specialty like yoga or like Tai mm-hmm. Chi. Those are the two mm-hmm. that kind of jump to mind. Mm-hmm. That when uh, the topic of how the Alexander Technique can help with those processes, mm-hmm. they are sometimes met with a very strong resistance in the sense that those processes are conceived of as being kind of self-contained and you don't need another thing to make it better. I know for sure that's been the case with Tai Chi uh, a couple of times and I would guess probably with some forms of yoga too. And I'm wondering how you would address that if, if it ever were to come up in your field. Well, I mean, of course, it has come up, um, and and I mean, I I trained f- uh, with a lot of people who were yoga teachers. I have friends who are yoga teachers. It they're all over, right? <laughs> and 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 I actually um, I haven't done the past few months, but I the, I do go uh, to a yoga class sometimes, and I've never gotten hurt, even though it's a type of yoga that a lot of people say they get hurt. But I don't get hurt because I'm using my Alexander, mm-hmm. and. Um, but so the thing is, you know, I did, um, and my teacher, um, I did try to offer her a trade. I figured, you know, that could be good for both of us. But it was, you know, it wasn't taken up. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and right. and you know, the thing is, they they of, uh, the problem is often people start feeling like they've become a master at what they're doing, and they don't want advice from anybody else except their own teachers right um and it's unfortunate because really it's not there's no competition between alexander and yoga it's just that alexander uh is preliminary to any activity and mm-hmm. when people are open to learning uh, alexander they're going to do everything else better including practicing or teaching yoga and I've had Mm -hmm. yoga people who were open because they were in so much pain and once they integrated the Alexander technique they were able to do their yoga pain-free and that's that's a big thing but Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. you can't you know people have to be exposed to it and they have to be ready to embrace it and if they are so sure that their way of doing it is the best way then that's where they're going to be um but when you go into a yoga class and you see half the people twisting from the wrong angle, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, it, I have to, to not look. You know, when right, I go, I right. just have to focus on my own practice. Right. Um, and it, it's too bad because and, – and, and also the other problem is they, it's so popular that they have rooms so packed that the teacher, even if they had the awareness, it would be very hard for them to come and put hands on everyone who needs it um so so my solution would be for every yoga center to have an alexander technique teacher uh helping uh, because yoga teachers recognize that the people in the the room don't always use their body the way it's intended to be used but Mm -hmm. they they don't they just say well we don't have time to put hands on but one good solution would be to have an alexander technique teacher who could teach people how to use their body so they go in in yoga and they use their body without hurting themselves and Mm -hmm. uh or creating more trouble you know right and i and uh, to be completely fair 
Um, the Alexander Technique world has plenty of its own uh, arrogance um, oh, absolutely. regarding other forms. It's not, I, I, I didn't mean really when I, my previous statement to pick on Tai Chi or yoga. I mean, no, Alexander no, teachers uh, can sometimes be, be pretty close-minded about yes. other methods. And I could certainly imagine some Alexander teachers I know who would benefit mm-hmm from all sorts of other things, um, yes. yoga, tai chi, pilates, whatever, mm-hmm. but who might reject them out of hand because exactly. some idea that the Alexander Technique in and of itself takes care of everything. Anyway, um, I think this might be a good place to bring our conversation to an end unless there's something you're absolutely dying to say at this point. Yeah, I think we forgot to say one little important detail, uh-huh. which is that um, that Tayoga was started by uh, Jivaka Kuma, who was the physician of the Buddha. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so the that... line- that's a nice lineage, right? Yes, yes, yes. All right. So um, my, uh, my guest today has been Cecile Rayner, who... It's an Alexander Technique teacher and a Thai, certified Thai yoga therapist in Brookline, Massachusetts. And if you live in the Boston area, we'll put a link to her website. If you live uh, anywhere else in the world, we'll put a link to a site that has um, additional information about the Alexander Technique. And if there's kind of a meta site for Thai yoga, um, you'll let me know, and I'll I'll put that by the interview as well. Uh, Cecile, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me to do this.